Well, good morning, Palm Coast, Florida. How is everybody out there today? I hope this finds you all very, very well. And happy 2024 to you. Wow. Can you imagine 2024 already? It's crazy, crazy. Off to a good start, though. Wow. Congratulations to Mr. Chris Kirk. Chris, winner of the Century Championship, the first tournament of 2024. Absolutely love this tournament. Always have since 2000. Last show, I talked about the playoff between Tiger and Ernie Els in 2000. If you haven't seen it, just go ahead and Google it because it's really a great playoff and started the, the millennial, you know what I mean, which is really, really cool. Um, so congratulations, Crick, uh, Chris Kirk, on just wow, great play. But everyone played so good. They really tore up that golf course just because the wind is such a, um, you know, uh, uh, that's why the golf course is so long because the prevailing winds go downwind. So without much wind, that golf course is going to be eight ups, and they did it. So, well, congratulations to Michigan. University of Michigan wins the uh, 2023 championship. Wow. Fantastic. I'm going to take a minute to tell a story here. This is why we got this golf show. I want you all, your listeners, to my listeners, to know about some really cool stories here in Palm Coast. So I'm just going to tell this, this quick story. 1994. Let's go back to 94. I'm the assistant pro at Hammock Dunes. One of the members is Mr. Bill Tobin, who was the general manager for the Chicago Bears. He um, went from Chicago... First off, he was integral in getting Jim Harbaugh to play for Chicago Bears. We're going back to the early 90s now. And then Bill had gone to the Indianapolis Colts. So I'm in the golf shop one day. Here comes Mr. Tobin. He's throwing out some hats, Indianapolis hats and so forth. And there's this tall guy behind him and Mr. Bob Roberts, who was a member there at Hammock Dunes, still is. Mr. Roberts, hope you're doing well. Anyway, he's Paul, meet Jim Harbaugh, quarterback for Chicago Bears. Wow, I'm in awe. You know, here's Jim Harbaugh shaking his hand, and the head pro, Dan Malize, uh, says, hey, go play nine holes. Long story short, I got to play golf with Jim Harbaugh, Bill Tobin, the general manager at the time for Indianapolis Colts, and uh, a member, Bob Roberts. We played the back nine at the Lynx course in 94. Great, great time. And I got to witness Bill Tobin selling Jim Harbaugh on coming from Chicago Bears to the Indianapolis Colts. A couple days later, ESPN and Jim Harbaugh is going to the Indianapolis Colts. I said, I was there. I witnessed that. So pretty cool story. Congratulations to all you Michigan fans. That's fantastic. On a little bit sadder of a note, uh, Cindy Morgan. Cindy Morgan from Caddyshack, who has been on the show, passed away uh, a few days ago. Natural causes. Not sure exactly what happened. But uh, rest in peace, Cindy. Um, you know, some of you may remember I had her and Jane Stevenson on at the same time here at the show. Uh, they called in. And uh, so uh, anyway, uh, sorry to hear that. Um, you know, it's a shame. And uh, rest in peace, Cindy. So uh, on a very, very positive note, um, I'm very grateful to have a friend of mine, a childhood friend, calling in. Uh, he'll be calling in here shortly. Um, I'm going to set up who he is, and that way when he gets here on the phone, 
we will just get right into it. But Keith Bach is coming on. Keith graduated. Okay, so I grew up in Shoreham, Waden River, eastern end of Long Island. Graduated in 1986. I was actually very good friends with Keith's older brother, Chris. We, we grew up together. Keith was a year younger. Long story short, we played golf on uh, the high school golf team, and we were really good uh, golf team. Um, and I wish I could say I was part of it. I certainly was. I had a good record my senior year, my junior year. But Keith really excelled. He went to the States. He did really good. And um, it was about the year 1988. So we graduated in 86. Keith went to South Carolina to Hilton Head in like 1988 or 89. He came back. He was really focused on becoming a PGA golf professional. And I always wanted to become a golf professional, but, you know, it just, I was up there in Long Island. I had no real clear direction of where I was going to get my PGA membership. At that time, my dad was buying property here in Palm Coast. So in speaking with Keith, he said, hey, yeah, I'm going to Hilton Head. I'm getting into the PGA program. I'm going to become a golf professional. And I remember from that point, I said, man, I think that's what I really want to, you know, get down to and it wasn't South Carolina I was thinking Palm Coast the whole time so that's basically the reason what got me here to really kind of put the fire under me to to move out of Long Island you know and uh and come down here which I did drove my black Toyota pickup truck by myself down here in 1990 September 10th I think it was of 1990s when I came down here uh but anyway Keith is going to call in uh, and I want to talk to him about his success. And what I mean to tell you success. So Keith started the Island Golf School on Hilton Head. I think it was, I don't know what year it was. It was, you know, he's had it for 25 years or something like that. And it's been very, very successful. Then he started, and we're going to find this out. I really, I'll be honest with you. We've been to the Masters the last couple of years, Keith and I. And, of course, we keep in touch. But you know, we don't know everything. I mean, now with Facebook, we can always rely on Facebook to get some information and so forth. But he started what's called the Junior Players Golf Academy, JPGA, which has become really big. And I mean, he has got students from China. He's got students from all over the world coming to Hilton Head. And he built these beautiful cottages okay so if many of you know augusta national um augusta has a par three course and um behind the par three or near the par three course is these little cottages and that's where they give you know the the green jacket award and so forth but but keith really did um keith really did a great thing and built these beautiful cottages they're just awesome so uh we're going to talk to him about that um and so forth. And it's really, really an amazing. If you have any grandchildren or, you know, family members that are looking to improve their golf game and like a next step to college, I think that's what the Junior Players Golf Academy is. It's to gear players, juniors, like high school players for college and then hopefully for the PGA Tour and so forth. So um, so Keith is going to be calling in here in a minute. So what I'd like to do is, if we can, just take a little break right at the moment here because uh, I want to save some time for Keith. I really do. I, he's got so much information um, on the golf swing and so forth. So stay right there. We're going to take just a couple-minute break here. Don't go nowhere. We're coming back with Keith Bach, PGA member.
Want to flex your golf skills but don't have the time for a full 18 holes? Head on down to the Palm Harbor Golf Club. You can hit up our driving range with a bucket of balls for a long-distance workout or head over to our putting green to work on your short game. Either way, you're going to get in a great game of golf. For more information or to book a tee time, visit us at palmharborgolfclub.com or give us a call at 386-986-4653. That's 386-986-GOLF. Welcome back to On the Green with Paul Tretner. I am uh, not in studio. He's on the phone, but I want to welcome you all to a really good buddy of mine, a PGA golf professional up in Hilton Head, Mr. Keith Bach. How we doing, Keith? Great. How you doing, Paul? Thanks for having me. You got it, brother. Um, I already set you up, Keith. They already know we grew up together. We played high school golf. You kicked my butt in high school all the time, but I want to... I want to go ahead and, and, and kind of tell your story a little bit because it's really a very cool story. Um, okay, so I graduated in 86. You graduated in 87, I believe, right? 88. 88. Okay, I wasn't sure. 88. Uh, talk to me about your career in high school, your records in high school. I, you know, when I, I was two years older than you, and I never really finished well in the counties or the um, – you know, the regions or whatever it was, you made it to the States. What year was that, and what did you finish, man? I'm trying to think. We made it to the States in, I think it was 87. We were Long Island champs three years in a row, I think, 86, 87, and 88. Yep, I was part of the Uh, 86. But I remember. And I think we played at Huntington Crescent, if I remember correctly, for the Long Island Championship. You know? Yeah, great, great golf course. Yeah, uh, I think um, our buddy Cody Brian yes. Smith. I think he finished first in that, and I finished either. I think it was second or third. Uh huh. I think he may have shot like sixty nine or seven. I shot seventy three. Very. Cool. That was a great golf course. And we, and we had the best. We had a really good team. I mean, we were Long Island champions. Um, we still hold a record in Mattatuck. I know you were part of the team then, I believe. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. at Mattatuck. So, um, very cool. So, take us back to what brought you to Hilton Head. I'm, I'm curious myself, frankly. And what year did you go down to South Carolina, Keith? So, I went to school at Campbell University. Remember Dwayne Bach, yes. the good old caddy for Kisner? Yeah. In fact, I wanted to talk about that. So, were you guys at the same school at the same time? Yeah. No, he was. Played for, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went to Campbell University, uh-huh. and he was there. Um, I think he was just about. I think I was a freshman. He may have been a senior. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to remember that, but sure. So I spent a year there. Played Keith Hills. Great, two great golf courses there. Yep. And um, you know, I realized that me and school just didn't uh, mesh very well. So. <laughs> I, I was actually driving back home to New York with my dad. He flew down, and he he just said, hey, you know, why don't you get in the golf business, move to Hilton Head, and, yep. you know, the rest is history. So yeah, I was, like, all about it. I started um, my job at Bear Creek Golf Club on June 1st of 1989. I drove down the, the day before mm. and um, got my class day when I was, 22 years old in 1993. Yep. I seen and, that. Uh, I, 
Amazing, man. And that's when... Yeah, so, yeah no, go ahead. I'm sorry. So then from there, I, uh, I it was great because I had an awesome opportunity to be a head professional at a club called Dunes West in uh, Mount Pleasant, just outside of Charleston. Mm-hmm. And I, I was operating a club there. I had about 50 staff members and spent about two years there. They worked me to death. They yep. underpaid me, but yep. I loved it. Um, yep. You know, I, I was really um, instrumental in creating more rounds there and getting a lot of exposure and bringing in tournaments, which is kind of one of my passions is tournament management. Yep. So from that point, I realized that the club avenue wasn't my forte. I just wasn't too excited about it. So mm-hmm. uh, I moved back to Hilton Head and um, started um, working for an academy called the Junior Masters. Mm-hmm. And it was a junior golf academy where kids from all over the world mm-hmm. um, came in and went to school and lived there, lived here and trained. And mm-hmm. uh, I was one of the head coaches there in the beginning. And then they got um, the good old lawsuit slapped on them by Augusta mm-hmm. National. And wow. they had to change their name from the Junior Masters <laughs> to the International Junior Academy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. They lost the lawsuit. Yeah, they tried to I fight bet it. they did. <laughs> it's called uh, Who's Got the Bigger Piggy Bank sometimes, I guess, right? Yeah. And we know yeah, who's going to yeah. win that one. Well, that- I, I, I always, um, I, I, I've told the story of, uh, several times since you and I have spent the uh, the day at Augusta at the par three just sitting there all day on the fifth hole watching every player walk which, through. Which was just incredible. Really, Keith, that, yeah. uh, what a great experience. And uh, it was really yeah, cool. We'll do awesome. it again. I hope we're doing it again in April. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready to go this yeah, year, no too. doubt. I hope yep. Jeff is, too. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's another story for another time. Right. Uh, so so you, you, you're on this golf academy, and they get sued. And then how does the Island Golf School start? Is that when you branched out on your own? So then um, what happened was I there was actually a partnership with the Junior Academy, and mm-hmm. I, I went along with the partner. He indemnified himself, and he started a junior golf tour, and mm-hmm. I was the tournament director. So I just traveled all throughout the country mm-hmm. and ran tournaments for you know some of the best players in, in the uh, – actually on the PGA Tour today, like Sergio Garcia, Hunter Mahan, uh, Ricky Fowler, all those young studs. That's... I saw them play as teenagers, so it was kind of cool to very cool. to kind of see them and how well they played then and what they're doing now. But so at that time, I've kind of like I did my due diligence with families and players and coaches that played the tour and um, asking them what works well and what doesn't work well at academies. And I started the Junior Players Golf Academy in 2000 as a full-time academy i started in 99 as a sure as like a camp like a winter camp and a mm-hmm. summer camp where students would come in and just train for their time off from school but mm-hmm. i always liked the model but just didn't like some of the other products that were out there so sure, sure. i um started that in 2007 we had four students and the next year 2008 we had 12 mm-hmm. and then 2008 after 2008 2009 we had 24 so mm-hmm. one of the worst economies we were actually doubling our business so it was uh you know definitely the right path because you're you're actually dealing with sure. families and kids that just right. have such a passion for golf and yep you know the the parents will do anything for their kids and mm-hmm. it actually was um 
very helpful in a, in a down economy. That's amazing. And, you know, uh, Keith, it was 08 where I was working for Bobby Ginn. I was the head pro at the Ocean Course and Conservatory, and we had a tournament up there. Remember I visit? Remember you and I hooked up? For, it was just for a, a, a half hour. We didn't even have lunch. It was just I was yep. playing at the Fusky Island is what it was. I was right, playing at absolutely. the Fusky. And that's when you first started the Junior Players Golf Academy. And you was fairly new at it. And, wow, what a successful golf academy. Uh, uh, how many, like, so international. You have right now, you were telling me off air, like 46 Korean students right now. Is that correct? Yeah, so we have uh, our full-time academy where we have about 30 full-time students that are literally from all over the world and domestically. And then, so really, they actually just all arrived in the last couple days because they were off for uh, Christmas and New Year's from school break. Sure. But in that time, we uh, we have 46 South Koreans in town training here for winter camp. So they're off um, over there in Seoul because, one, they're off from school, and, two, the weather's so bad. It's just snow on the ground. It's very cold. So uh, this is their first year back since about 2019 after Mm. COVID. They they finally came back, and um, they're here for two months, and we handle, like, you know, all the infrastructure for them. They, They bring their own teams, and their own coaches and Mm -hmm. we provide housing for them and transportation and the fitness and the indoor practice facilities on like a day today, it's really inclement weather. And uh, so they're all utilizing the indoor facilities and uh, you know, they bring their own chefs, believe it or not. There's like three chefs here cooking in our other building. (laughs) But you know, uh, that's great because it's just, you know, I mean, and by the way, I mentioned the cottages that you have. They are awesome looking the the mitchellville golf cottages right right right, amazing is that that's part of their obviously their uh their lodging Uh, i mean i'm sure you got other i I have half of uh half of them staying there and then i have a couple other homes that they're renting because we have our students in our full-time academy actually residing in the cottages as well sure Wow. It's just amazing, Keith. It's really congrats on hard. Hey, it takes hard work, man. It takes hard work, persistency, you know, and it's not easy. I mean, I'm sure if no, we sat here for another not- hour, you know, it is anytime you're starting a business and everything like that, it's, it's really, really tough. And, and now you branched out. I know you're down at Orange County National, which is really cool. Um, uh, and just briefly, what, how did that come about? I mean, obviously, you wanted to branch out into another market, Florida, and then Orange County National is a great uh, practice facility, obviously, with the range. Yeah, and I so had – um, there, there was a uh, an academy called Core Academy, and they were uh-huh. at Orange County National. Right. And at that time, one of my, um, my great coaches, Clyde McCann, he was um, from that area. And he actually, funny enough, helped build that place with Phil Ritson, which mm, was his, um, yeah. um, which was his stepdad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has a he has a he has a long history there. And he said, "Hey Keith, you know, let's let's get something down here at Orange County National because um, Core Academy was bought out by IJGA, which is um, a, a competing a competing sure. academy down in Howie in the Hills." Right. I've heard of it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I I said, you know, that's a good idea. So we went through it, and I think it was 2017 we opened the academy there, and we were operating in 
17, 18, 19, and 20. And then when August of 2020, when all the students were coming back, no one wanted to be in in Florida just because of COVID. Right. It so was... we brought all those students up and, and coaches up here to Hilton Head right. and had them train up here. And since then, we haven't been back to Orange County National. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Right. Sure. And um, it's just a different market. You know, it's sure. great for uh, Disney World and sure. and uh, Universal and all that fun stuff. But it, it's just such a vast place where, mm-hmm. um, you know, here everything is closely knit. The sure. housing, the golf, my uh, practice facilities, indoor, my office is all basically within a mile. I, so I, down there you had to really travel a lot, 30 to 40 minutes to get to the golf course, oh, to get yeah. to school to get the housing. So it, it just made it very difficult. So yep. a yep. lot of people would come visit here and go visit Orlando and they're like, Oh man, we love Hilton Head. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a different region. I mean, if you haven't driven in Orlando lately, man, it's just, it's Orlando. <laughs> it's growing right. in such leaps and bounds. Um, congratulations on all of that. You know, I wish you had so much more time to talk about it. So I just want to go back uh, two things. Um, Jim Flick, so do you remember in high school when we helped Mr. Flick with the Golf Digest schools, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I still use those lessons and that life experience in my class, clinics and lessons to this day. I don't know if you do the same thing or if you have a little bit of the same philosophy. Do you remember the T-to-T drill? We would put a T in that butt end of the club, the grip, and he would have right. the wrist movement, you know, and – and that's such a great drill for students. Is, is there anything that you piggyback off of what we learned from Flick? Uh, you know, I just always remember that he just kept it very simple. I remember, yeah. you know, the fundamentals are just so important in the golf swing. And, yeah. and a lot of the students today are, yeah. you know, like I was watching the, the tournament there in um, um, uh, Honolulu or Hawaii. Hawaii, like right, Maui, right. Weekend. And they were just talking about like Kevin Kisner was, um, you know, helping out being a broadcaster. Sure. And I think he, he did a pretty good identified. job. Yeah, no, he did a great job. Yeah. And it was something where he even made it so simple where um, Scheffler had his shoulders a little open with his driver. And mm-hmm. then he was a little closed with his um, with his putter. And he, mm-hmm. he kind of made mention to that. And. You know, and it's just as simple, even though he's such a great player, mm-hmm. but he did make a comment saying, you know, he might want to think about that. Just, you know, watch watching the shoulders a little open, which I actually noticed myself. But yeah. So, yeah, I mean, with Jim, it was more of um, fundamentals. You know, he, You're right. Understanding the fundamentals. And then, you know, our good old coach, How, um, Harold Windsor, which um, God rest his soul. What, yeah. a, what a great guy. Uh, he's great, and, um, wasn't he, Keith? We had yeah, he, we would pull up, man. He would the first thing we all did was go right to the putting green and putt, and then chip and and he was you know no talking. <laughs> he was pretty strict right. sometimes, you know what he had to be, you know. But but the uh, the most amazing uh, thing that I remember is remember driving in that little minivan <laughs> or minibus, <laughs> and uh, we're driving down the road and we get to the golf course and uh-huh. he's like, all right, guys, yep. keep an eye on those hole locations. Yep. Look at where those holes are located. And you know it's funny because a lot of people will go into a tournament or you know maybe go out for the day and. And they're driving into their country club or driving into the place where they're going to play. And, right. 
and they don't even think about that. But oh, you know, and so there's true. so many people. If right. you if you polled like a hundred people, how many times do you look at the whole locations before you go out when you drive on the driveway right. to the club? And they're like, uh, I never thought about that. And, and it's right so, there. It's looking at you right there. And Harry would always go through every hole. But, you know, if it was right. a half hour drive, uh, he would go through the whole thing, you know. And uh, yeah. on another topic real quick, because we don't have too much time left. Uh, Rick Southwick. Do you remember Ricky Southwick from no, Shelter Island? Anyway, he was a phenom in Shelter Island. But he moved to Connecticut and he played high school golf in Connecticut. But anyway, he's down here in Ormond Beach. And I remembered him. And uh, he came on the show. He was pretty cool. But, yeah, Ricky Southwick, he was at Gardner's Bay, Shelter Island. Remember that course? Oh, we used to take the ferry. Oh, yeah. Right. I loved it. Yeah, uh, it was great. Um, so, look, we only got two minutes left, Keith. So uh, just real quick, you played Augusta National. How was that, man? How was that, bro? Was that amazing? That that was amazing. It's it uh-huh. funny because I played it on my fourth invite. So I had to <laughs> I had to decline three of them, which people think I'm, I was crazy. But, I guess so. Um, I, I played it three weeks before the Masters in 2007, wow. and you know the whole experience of just arriving there from yeah. the beginning, um, being yeah. on the range and hitting balls and yeah. going into the club and. Um, just you know, it, it was just an amazing experience and yeah. <clears throat> it was great kind of sharing that with you this past year at Augusta during the par three, but I loved it, um, loved it, loved you it. You know, it's just, it's just such a great place. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I always say there's three, three loves of golf. If you're a golfer that you need to do, you either need to play Augusta or go to the masters and mm-hmm. see it. Yep. You got to play the old course at St. Andrews mm-hmm. and you have to play Pebble beach. So Knowing that I played Augusta, my favorite, if I can play day in, day out, would be Pebble Beach, no doubt. Beautiful. What a, I've, I haven't played Pebble. I haven't played Augusta. <laughs> so I'm behind you, but I'm going to catch up to you, man. We're going to get, get there. going. Yeah, you now. Keith, we're going to have you on another time for sure because we got so much to talk about, man. I really appreciate you coming on kind of last minute there, you know. And uh, Yeah, no problem. Thank you. And, Thanks uh, for the interview. Tell your family, tell your dad and your mom I said hello. And, um, okay, you know, and uh, we'll be talking here soon. And we got to get the Shoreham Wade and River Alumni Golf Tournament going at your place. So, uh, right, right. Let's we'll go do it. from there. All right, Keith, we'll talk soon, buddy. Thanks for coming on, man. Folks, have a great, great week. Keep it in the short grass. And 2024, let's have a great year.